Hello, this is Len Tengis welcoming you to the iPodcast AGCMO Weekly Podcast. In each episode, we'll feature information about a contractor, specialty contractor, supplier, contracting agency, owner, or legislative or regulatory issue pertinent to the construction industry in Missouri. We'll feature industry professionals and other construction industry representatives to help our listeners stay up to date with current and future trends in construction. So here we go. Welcome back to iPodcast AGCMO. Today's podcast is going to be a little different than those in the past. There will be no interview today. I really need to share the shortage of building materials and the unknown delivery times is having on our industry. The impact of these delays and shortages is real. It's serious. It's something that we need to work to make the general public aware of. I'd like to talk about specific materials and their impacts and ramifications and then close with some actions and some activities that AGC is taking. Let's start with lumber. That's a thing that everybody has been churned up about most notably i think that those people who are buying homes or buying lumber intensive construction projects are seeing tremendous escalation in that the national association of home builders did a survey recently and as close as kansas city the cost of a two by four has escalated 247 percent in the last 12 months a significant increase needless to say I have a friend who has a child in California who just bought a sheet of 4 by 8 foot plywood for $100 in California. Needless to say, there has been a tremendous run up there with people either deciding not to build or taking the additional hit on the cost of these materials. There has been some easing. A lot of this shortage was caused by the Canadian lumber market. There are really two sources of lumber that are commonly used in the United States from Canada or from the southeastern United States. With COVID-related issues in Canada, there has been a restriction there, plus tariffs from the United States government related to Canadian wood products. That's a significant issue. Lumber prices are easing a little bit. However, when you're looking at relief from a 247% increase, there's a long way to go. I talked to a supplier who is in the hardwood flooring business. They are having extreme difficulty. In fact, he told me they will not bid hardwood floors at this point because of the supply chain issues. They do use some labor from correctional facilities in manufacturing those items. You can't get into the correctional facilities because of COVID. You have people from the shop floor who are gone. You have people from the management side of things, white collar workers going down trying to do staining or running the planing mills. The supply chain is really, really messed up with lumber and wood products right now. The secondarily, the steel prices. I talked to an architect earlier this year who had a school project they were building. They had designed bar joists into the building. 
they discovered that for a project that had an eight-month delivery time, it was going to take six months before they could get the bar joist. That was not going to work. They ended up having to redesign the project to put I-beams in where the bar joists were, obviously with the cost run up. I talked to a highway contractor who was needing reinforcing steel, reinforcing steel bars. Same sort of a situation. This was going to be an eight-week project, turnaround, delivery, six weeks before they could get the reinforcing steel. Obviously, that wasn't going to work because they needed to do something with the workers in the meantime, plus the project would be delayed. Wire mesh, another example where he, we had a contractor who was going around picking up whatever wire mesh they could find from suppliers. If they could find 10 sheets of wire mesh to put in a concrete slab, they would go get it. Steel studs, the same way. We've got distributors who normally would get their shipment of steel studs from the manufacturer that would come in when they get the shipment from the manufacturer they go ahead and distribute it to their contractors. That has been going backwards now, that as soon as the distributor finds out that steel studs are available, they will go back to the manufacturer and pick up whatever they can get their hands on, bring it out to the job sites, and get that moving that way. We're looking at a 64% increase in steel mill prices in the last 12 months. That has not come all at once. It keeps coming week by week by week by week. So the ability of a supplier or a contractor to stick to any kind of pricing on that is almost impossible. Another example is something as simple as paint, reflective paint. When the freeze happened in Houston and the Gulf Coast back in February, it shut down a lot of manufacturing facilities, a lot of chemical plants, those that make the resins that go in reflective paint. We have a member who ordered 31,000 gallons of reflective paint in February. As of June, they just received 9,000 gallons, less than a third of what they ordered. We have another member that ordered 16 truckloads of reflective paint. Doesn't have a delivery date yet. Don't know when it may arrive. So you're looking at uncertainty there. Those same plants that manufacture the resins for the reflective paint also manufacture PVC piping. PVC piping has gone crazy also. I talked to an irrigation contractor who is really working like crazy to try to stick to any kind of pricing when it comes to PVC pipe. PVC also goes into drywall buckets. I've talked to another contractor who has a truck leave... a large contractor has a truck leave their yard every morning and go to the big box retailers and pick up whatever joint compound they can find. Whatever shipment they receive that day, they're taking it because they can't get the plastic to make the buckets that they can put the joint compound in. There's also a ration on gypsum board. They're having trouble finding gypsum board that's being rationed out also. So whether it's lumber, steel, paint, PVC, gypsum board. This is hitting across the board. What are the implications of this? There's really two implications. There's the pricing implication when we have an uncertainty 
of what sort of a price we can stick to, how long a bid is going to be good, what sort of tolerance the owner and or the contractor have for being able to meet a price or guarantee a price or stick with any sort of price. And then the other implication is just the uncertainty of when the material will actually arrive. Even if the price doesn't change, the delays in obtaining the material have a serious impact on the ability to deliver a project or the timing on a project. We had a member who was working on a school project, and school projects obviously are very intensive as far as the schedule of being able to be done over the summer. The owner had specced painted steel doors. The contractor had painted steel doors, had gotten in line at the mill and was on schedule to get the painted steel doors. The owner said, whoa, 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 let's change to stainless steel. The contractor said, look, if you do that, you certainly have every right to do it. However, you need to understand that when you get out of line for these painted steel doors and go to these stainless doors, you're going to have, number one, a big cost increase, and number two, a delay in delivery time. The owner said, look, we really, really, really want the stainless steel. Go ahead and go with it. Well, they got out of line for the painted steel doors. They got into line for the stainless doors. And once the reality of the delay and the cost hit the owner, they went back to the contractor and said, oh, you know, we changed our mind again. Let's just go with the painted steel. Sorry, too late. Once you got out of line, you're out of line. It's a real unfortunate situation with these supply chains. And it starts at the manufacturing level, and it comes all the way down through the whole list of materials that we talked about. So what is the answer? What is AGC doing about it, both at the national level and at the local level? Well, at the national level, AGC of America was contacted by the Biden administration and their National Council of Economic Advisors, and there are some things that AGC of America recommended or suggested that could be done to help alleviate some of this situation. Cost-wise, the tariffs that are on Canadian goods or tariffs that are on foreign goods that come into the country are something that could be relaxed or suspended or whatever to help provide some relief on making these materials available, specifically lumber, but other things such as steel, PVC. I've heard stories about aggregate being another issue that we're having trouble obtaining. Along with tariffs goes with Buy American provisions. A lot of contracts, especially at the federal or public level, have Buy American provisions in them some potential relaxation of where materials or various construction products can be sourced would be helpful to allow for those sort of supply chains to be utilized and not just get locked into one supply chain where perhaps materials may not be available for months or months on end, resulting in both price increases and time delays. And then finally, looking at escalator clauses. And an escalator clause really requires both the contractor and the owner to work together and look at what is going on with material costs 
and what the escalation of those materials is, what sort of cost increases there are, and determining an equitable way to share that cost and make the necessary adjustments to the bidding documents to allow for no one to get hurt and for the project to move forward. That's at the federal level. What are we doing locally? At the state level, what you're listening to is part of what we're trying to do. We are working to educate, 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 make owners and buyers of construction services aware that this is not anything that is smoke and mirrors. This is the real deal. There are real lumber shortages. There are real escalations in steel prices. There is a real shortage of things like paint and PVC. This is real. It's not a blip on anybody's radar screen. This is something that is most likely going to go on for months, perhaps the rest of this year, perhaps longer before this levels out. So educating owners and educating folks about the sources of this and the long-term implications of it is part of our job as AGC in Missouri. We're also working with those owners to look at things like escalation clauses. Look at what's in their specification books as far as types of materials or substitution of materials or where materials can be sourced. Looking at liquidated damages which have to do with scheduling. Looking at some additional flexibility on project delays due to material availability. Those are things that we can do as a trade association. Those are things that we're working with the owners to make them aware of these shortages. So whether it's lumber, whether it's steel, whether it's paint, whether it's PVC, whether it's gypsum products, we are working to help our members come to grips with it. We are collecting specific information. I told a few war stories here on the podcast. However, we are collecting specific information from our contractors, from our suppliers, from our specialty contractors. We are aggregating that in an effort to educate both public and private owners about what the facts are and what sort of steps could be taken to help minimize the impact. We're not going to make the impact go away, but what we can do to help minimize the impact on the industry, minimize the impact on the public. They need a school. They need a safe road. They need a bridge. They need these things delivered. And the longer they're delayed, the more impact it has on the quality of life. Our goal is to continue to work together to deliver those products as close to budget as we can and as on time as we can. Thanks again for listening. It's easy to subscribe to iPodcast AGCMO on almost any podcast platform that you use. We hope you do subscribe and continue to listen as we move forward with this important project for the construction industry. To access our prior podcasts, visit www.agcmo.org not only for podcasts, but for additional information about AGC of Missouri.